This is Old School on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, we are back here at Bourbon Street by Single Barrel, 8th and R in the Haymarket. Jake Sorensen in for DP. He'll be back at some point, hopefully next week. Hope he's getting better and recovering. Jay Foreman is here with me. We were here until 6 o'clock giving away a signed Grant Wistrom jersey. Come on by also. Uh, I mean, this this special is hard to beat. You look at this and you were salivating during the break, Jay. I know it looks Surf good, and man. turf. Surf, Surf and turf. turf. 8-ounce Angus beef, New York strip, and one juicy lobster tail. Also asparagus spears, red potato seasoning, and a... Uh, House-made, like an herb butter. Come on by, 32 bucks for that. Also, they got drinks like the Beer Mosa, a tri- triple-second orange juice topped with a cold blue moon. Jay, sounds pretty good. Fireball orange tea. Oh, that <laughs> yep. sounds like something Nate Brennan would be drinking. Yep, he might drink that tomorrow. Yeah. Fireball orange juice and unsweetened tea. Ugh. A zombie shot. Bailey's triple-second grenadine. No thanks. And but <laughs> it sounds good, though. Nick Look at Nick. Nick, Nick. Nick perked up over there. And the touchdown, which is bourbon with lemonade and unsweetened tea. Also, I like that one. They've got that's the John Daly. That's the John Daly. Yeah. They got shrimp boils. They got baskets, fri- fried catfish. They got Bourbon Street Alfredo. I mean, where where else you want to go on a Friday night? Come on by, Bourbon Street Eighth and R in the Haymarket. So we've been talking about tomorrow's game. Nebraska again kicks off at two thirty p.m. against Illinois. It's just it still feels weird to me to say Nebraska is an underdog to, to a Illinois. ranked Illini team. It just what what kind of world? It's like the bizarro world that Illinois this whole, well, this is whole, ranked. This whole college football season has been bizarro world, right? You talk about top to bottom. What else is weird to you? Tennessee. Well, well Georgia. Well, that's not weird. They, well, hold on, their defense is excellent, but the offense is still to be, you know, you know, evaluated. Alabama. You know, you thought the known was the offense, and then the defense went out there and looked horrible. And then Tennessee seems like comes from the depths of hell, yep. and they look pretty much unstoppable. So the, it is different. And then you had Kansas just three weeks ago. That was a you know they had didn't they have college game day there in Kansas? They did. So whoever would have thought Kansas would be five and zero, and Nebraska would fire their coach, head coach, and defensive coordinator when. Kansas has never been a football school. The best thing they had was June Henley and Dana Stubblefield. And that was back before I even played. Oh, well, what about 07 when they had Ty oh, Reese yeah, yeah, and Brandon yeah, McAnderson yeah, and yeah, Desmond Briscoe, right? Kel- Kerry Meyer? I forgot. They had that one year. But, that, again, that's what I'm saying. So this has just been a weird year. But Illinois, Illinois has, uh, you know, earned it. you got to think. They, had, they started off the year against Nebraska. Then they stubbed their toe week two. Yep. Rebounded. Had a little bit of turmoil. And Brett Bielema went and got rallied his troops. Went to Penn State, State College and beat them, which was in like six overtimes, and gutted that game out. And I think that was a program-changing win. And then uh, they took that momentum in the offseason, got better at what they were you know, good at last year, expanded their offense a little bit. I think DeVito and his ability to play the QB position really helped him out, kind of calmed the waters there. He's efficient. They've been, uh, for the most part, healthy. Um, and, you know, they've been playing consistent all year. They lost the first game of the season against Illinois, but – you know, really, they dominated Illinois from the get-go. So, you know, they're a good team, but it's no different than the team that they played last year. Nebraska is is uh, sitting in a good position where they're the underdog. All the pressure now rests on the team coming from Champaign, Champaign Illinois. They have never been in this situation nope, before. They, have, they have never been in this situation for this long of time before. They have increased expectations. They have pressure to keep coaches, pressure to re-up Brett Bielma to keep Walters, 
to uh, keep the the mindset of the players and not think about their future or NIL deals and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, they can get a little bit out of this. You know, the best time to attack an alligator, Jake, you know this? What's that? You know when? And sleeping? You, no. No. <laughs> it's dead? What? No. Oh, yeah, well, that that's the best time. But you know when you want to attack a live and healthy alligator? What's that? After he eats. Because hmm. he gets lazy. He gets He's slow. His, his body, His body is slow. His reaction time is slow. That's where Illinois is, and we got to go in an attack. Have you ever tried to attack an alligator? No. I don't want to. But if I had to, I will. And I will poke his eyes out. You, you keep track and say, hey, that, he just finished eating. It's yeah, I would, feed him, I would feed him first, right? Here's and then I would attack him. For you. Yeah. It's a big piece of meat. You give him a big piece of chicken, and then I would try to kill him. Yep. Yeah, yeah so. That's, that's nice to you. you know, hey, that's the best I can do. You know, banana in the tailpipe uh, theory. But I just think that uh, Nebraska, it's a tremendous opportunity. It's a good opportunity for, you know, the bigger name players, the guys that have been around, you know, before to start faster. You need guys to step up in this big game. It can't be sit around on offense and chuck it deep and because and, and, Illinois is going to try to take away Trey Palmer. So we've got to skin the cat a different way. We've got to get the running game going. We've got to be opportunistic on defense and – um, you know, we got to have guys that have, you know, had big off season, you know, as far as like media attention, they got to step up. This is the competition that you want. I don't need you. I mean, I do need you, but you know, running in there when, when Indiana doesn't block you and all that other stuff that, that oh, I got to see you do something against a like opponent. Somebody that's coming in here playing for something. We're playing for something because Nebraska really, to be honest with you, is in a pole position. Everybody that you have to beat from here on out is in the way, and you beat them. Okay. And then you can, you can end up in Indianapolis. But you can't get there if you don't handle your business. If you can't, we got we to gotta get sick and tired and be dumb or done and be disgusted with just being close or being the team that's thought of or they potentially could be good. Just go be good. It's football. It's not that hard. No. There's no, yeah. No one's holding you back except yourself. Okay. Jay, right now, uh, as we sit October 28th, tomorrow's game day, is, is it clear – who the best team is in the Big Ten West. Is it Illinois? Right now it's Illinois. Right now I think from week one to now, they've been the most consistent, and they're the best team. They're the known commodity right now. Do you, do you think it will stay that way? No, because it hasn't stayed that way. Two weeks ago I would have said the Gophers. That's fair. And I would have said a week before that I would have said Purdue. Could both either of those teams get back to that position? Oh, they can, but so can Nebraska. It seems like it, the, the the turn is coming, another team. Um, but, you know, yeah, they could. But how they've got to be up to that point and to where they potentially could get back is very simple. They're, fit, they're, both, they're all physical teams. Even though Purdue doesn't look like a physical team, they play a little bit physical, but particularly Minnesota and Illinois, they're extremely physical on both sides of the ball. They both play good defense. Um, they pound you on offense, and they test your will, and your will isn't just – if you play football, you're tough. They test you mentally. Are you willing to continue to do the same things the right way over and over and over? And then when you don't, they break you, and, they, and then they continue to do it. And then once you start second-guessing yourself, then they really try to gut-punch you, and then they, they, next thing you know, you, you leave the game and, like, man, it was four or five plays, but, you know, it was probably about six or seven plays that you decided to do your own thing that lost the game. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Minnesota has really fallen off a cliff since their good start. They, they, look, they look great. They're non-conference, and they beat Michigan State and yeah. killed them. And now they've lost to Purdue. They lost to Illinois last week. They've, they've had a couple other losses. I mean, I, I don't know what happened with, with the Gophers, but 
you're right. They were the flavor of the week in the Big Ten for a couple weeks, and now they seem like a team that's that's in disarray all of a sudden. I mean, Purdue was was playing great football, and then they they lost last week, you know, too to Wisconsin. The team right. they've now lost 16 straight times to. Oh, by right. the way, and they right. got they were down 21 zip in the first quarter of that football game. Right, it wasn't. They they came back late, but the game was never close, and so. Styles do make fights, and um, but you'd like to be a team that's able to play any way you want. But Wisconsin has uh, Purdue's number, and and um, you know those are ga- hard games to overcome. And Purdue might have came in after you know a good victory against Nebraska, maybe you know overlooking Wisconsin because they've been struggling. But again, Wisconsin's no different than the, than Nebraska. Their season B started when they made a change at head coach. So you have to evaluate. You can't worry about Wisconsin how they lost to Washington State, right? Nope. You have to worry about how they've played from the time Jim Leonard came on as a head coach and how Nebraska's played since Mickey Joseph became head coach. That's who you're playing. Now, you can go back and look for schematics and stuff, but how you need to really pay attention on how they're playing from the time you changed, made the coaching change and, and so forth and so on. And so, um, you know, Purdue, you know, they didn't look good. They didn't look nearly as good as Nebraska, but I think uh, Wisconsin learned from Nebraska's mistakes. They – you know they, you know, aligned correctly. They forced Purdue into being one-handed. Um, they, they played a little bit of the, the tricky plays uh, a little bit better, and Wisconsin's probably a little bit more veteran defense than than Nebraska was, or at least out there against Purdue. And so they were able to adjust, and they were playing at home. So there's a, you know, some differences in the circumstances in uh, each game. We are live at Bourbon Street at 8th and R in the Haymarket. Come on by. We'll be here till six o'clock. Giving away a Grant Wistrom signed jersey. The patio is open. Beautiful weather. They got uh, steak night, surf and turf. Come on by, great great spot to hang out on a Friday night before the game. We'll have more next on Old School on 93.7 The Ticket.